Welcome to the Game of Thrones podcast, the officially unofficial podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 8, entitled Heart Home. Uh, they did a lot of globe trotting this time. They we did. Went, we went all over the place. Uh, everywhere you can go. Went, yeah, uh, well, we didn't go south very they didn't much. Go door. I mean, I guess they went to Marine, which is south, but... It's a cold uh, episode. It, it brought it in was, some cold yeah. wind to the Midwest. I had to get my uh, hoodie out of the closet. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Those fucking <laughs> white walkers, man. They're everywhere. Can't be stopped. Uh, what'd you think of it? Uh, it was incredible. I, I I was struggling to think about what else happened in the episode other than the shit at Hard Home because that was just amazing. Uh, and yeah, it was cool. Like, um, you know, pe- uh, there's just uh, as I don't know. I'm going crazy from uh, just a show watcher and a book reader standpoint because um, I mean that's by far the most White Walker we've ever seen anywhere in oh, anything, yeah. books mm-hmm. included. Hmm. Um, and it makes you think like, you know, when, when those guys are just swarming over the walls and stuff, it's, it's with, with just a couple hundred of them. And now they have who knows how many thousands it's, I like that they combine that with the, the scenes of Ramsey and Roos planning, talking about how they're able to withstand a siege. It's like, it's kind of a cool little parallel there. There's a lot of irony, like even Danny and Tyrion sitting over in Marine, just having this debate about how you can rule Westeros and how you win people's. And it's, it's just really funny to see all this scheming in context of this going north of the wall. Yeah. It's like, it's incredible. And the action, um, I think they've taken several steps back as far as the action concerned in this season, but, um, I, maybe they were saving it all for this. Maybe they had their A team yeah. just spending months and months uh, doing that because I thought the effects were seamless. The dragon kicking ass was seamless. Valerian yeah. steel works as good as dragon glass. That was. <laughs> I Man, I saw that, that sword thing coming. Yeah, I mean, like, as yeah. soon as the first sword shatters, I'm like, oh, Valerian steel, mm-hmm. not going to shatter. Mm-hmm. Totally got it. But uh, that also, it just shatters the White Walkers, too. Yeah. Which yeah. there's been a lot of speculation. A lot of book readers have been wondering if, you know, Dragon Glass versus the Valerian Steel and some of the theories about it, how, you know, the reason it was a lost start is because it was forged with like Dragonfire or some crazy shit like that. Hmm. Okay. Um I I it's you know, it seems like it's all all coming true. Yeah. But yeah, cool. I mean, I don't know what else to say about the the episode because all I want to talk about is the how cool the fight was. Yeah, the crazy raid <laughs> zombies. Um Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Yeah, I mean, well, let's talk about them. Okay. That sounds like fun. What did you... So you're a zombie fan. Yeah. Where do you rank these zombies with the greats? Uh, These are more like the Evil Dead uh, Army of Darkness style zombies, Hmm. right? Like, they can basically be skeletons if they need to be. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, we saw that with Jojen and his fireball team. Right. Uh, So they're pretty good. I'm a fan of Army of Darkness kind of skeleton warriors. Yeah, it seems like the only way to stop them is to either burn them, which I'm surprised we didn't see. Uh, you know, John is the one to f- crack that code the first time, uh, set yeah. them on fire. I'm, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see a little bit more of that. But um, 
Yeah. The other thing is, unlike like Walking Dead style zombies, it doesn't seem like brain shots do anything to them. You have to kind of yeah. beat them down. You have to destroy them entirely or they just keep coming. Sure. I, the giant was good for that. Uh, he stepped on a couple that was pretty the giant was awesome. amazing, and I was yeah. I was really afraid that he was going to die and turn into a blue eye, and then like what the uh, fuck to do with that? But like, yeah. nah, like maybe you just need to get a bunch more giants on your side. That'd be cool. They killed one last last uh, year. It's a it's a shame. Yeah, when they when they were in the hut, the big ass hut where the giant was sitting down, and he was trying to convince him to go join up mm-hmm. uh, with the cause. I was worried that that was the same giant. That he, that I think his it was. Guys, is it okay? What? There was there was two of them there. The old one, which I think the old one is the one that assaulted the gates, and the young one. Okay, but one of them got killed by a, a big scorpion thing from the. I, I yeah, I don't want to say all giants look alike. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally racist. Uh, it's speciesist. Um, it is yeah. But I, they kind of they kind of do like yeah. You caught I I kind of suspected that. I was like I wonder if it's the same guy. But then I'm like wait there was like I know there was two maybe there was three and I thought one died. And that pissed the other one off, and then he died, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, th- there was a lot of cool stuff in there. I mean, I I always, like, wonder about the futility of fighting these things. Uh-huh. Like, you know, Tormund's going crazy. He's raging out, and he's killing a whole bunch of them, but do they get right back up? Like, can you dismember them enough to keep them down, or does White can. Walker Lord just recreate them? Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. This, yeah. this is, uh, it's kind of blazing new territory. My thought is, I've never seen one like reassemble, you know, like Evil Dead style, like to just pull back together. Yeah. I think once you get them to a certain like dismemberment point, there's no coming back. Okay, and like you cut one in half, then like you know, you got one half that's still coming at you, but. Mm-hmm. I, I and I don't know, like maybe this if I've never seen a headless one fight either. So I think like just destroying the head might kill him too. Maybe, but I mean, there's got to be some significance know. in the fact that their eyes are all bl- glowing blue. Like that's got to be the seed of their power, right? I suppose so. Yeah. I mean the the dead don't arise until their eyes turn blue. So yeah, and there is something kind of um, I. I was kind of wondering, like, if you get bit by one, you know, you always want to go there with the zombie lore, or do you just have to be killed by one? Or do I you think just... you have to be killed, yeah. But I, I, just, I don't know, man. It seems like that guy just, like, raises his hands, and that's what makes it happen. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to Yeah, it. but all those people were dead, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You have to I don't be think he can take with. a living soul just by raising his hands. Well, he did the baby, though. He touched it on the forehead He touched or it something. on the cheek, so, like, yeah. this... I, I just wonder, like, if we've never seen a... Well, I mean, like I said, I we've never seen a living transformation, but we did. Kind of, yeah. So I don't know if you have to be willing or like, you have to have <laughs> tapioca brains like, like uh, babies do, but... Uh, yeah, it's like a Jedi mind trick. Yeah. There's, uh, there's no real answer as far as I can, can tell. You know, this is all just... We have to see how it goes. Now, does that yeah. bother you? That you don't uh, really understand the way these guys work yet? A little bit. A little bit. Like, I... Once I saw the Valyrian steel, I was like, "Why do they need dragon glass? Like, if if this can kill them, why why is dragon glass so important?" Well, there's not that much. I mean, I would assume there's more obsidian in the world than there is Valyrian steel. I would think so by yeah. a long shot. Yeah. So, 
It um, looks like they did have just a ton of dragon glass, like a bag full of it. Yeah, there's been some people sending us uh, corrections last week, starting last week, that says that it, it it seemed like it was a bag full, and I don't know how I missed that satchel. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I missed it too. I don't yeah, know. no, confirmed, confirmed. There's a whole shit ton. Now it's all left <laughs> yeah. to hard home now. Uh-huh, sure. So whoever buried that for John and, and <laughs> Sam to find, thank you very much, but we're leaving it all behind. <laughs> Uh, by far the coolest thing in that battle was those kids. Oh, that was those the creepiest. Creepy ass uh, White Walker kids. I, I thought, you know, I thought, um, I thought you'd like the waterfall of walkers because you always liked that on The Walking Dead. But this it was is cool. Added yeah. to like wa- the waterfall of walkers never seemed to work out for the Walking Dead walkers. It's like, yeah, they a, just an impact land on like their that heads would kill them. Then, yeah. But but these things just, I thought that was horrific. Just hundreds of these bodies pouring over. And then getting right back up and coming at you. And, and how fast they move, too. Sure. They, they run and, at And you. they can yeah. use weapons. Like, mm-hmm. th- these are, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not as steeped in zombie lore as you, but these guys rocketed to number one of the bullet as far as terrifying zombies, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty scary. Because they got all the other tricks. They'll hold you down yeah. and eat you alive. They'll pull you apart. Apparently so. <laughs> yeah. But they wield cleavers, and you can't kill yeah. with blunt force trauma. Uh, I have to guess that that lady's coming back. The leader of this wildling clan, or whoever yeah, this was, was weird. she's got to come back later in the series, yeah, right? Like, yeah, that was weird. Um, come back in the ter- in the sense of like blue eyes, because no, 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 she did come back that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying eventually, I think she's going to catch up with John or somebody. We're going to see her again. That's my <sighs> guess. They were giving her so much screen time that I'm thinking, are they going to set her up as like a potential love interest for Jon Snow or yeah, for someone wondering. else? Or is she going to be just like a prominent leader? Because they've decimated the leadership of the uh, the wildlings at this point. I mean, even the mm-hmm. Lord of the Bones is is dead now. So you've got Tormund and this giant guy. And yeah. I was like, oh, maybe she'll just be, she'll either be a romantic interest or maybe she'll just be this fierce warrior chieftain that we can start to identify as like when she's standing in a group of wildings and this is like. She's in charge. She's in charge. Yeah. yeah. You need, you need characters like that. But then they just killed her. Sure. So <laughs> I can't imagine why, but I don't have any emotional tie to her. So if they, she show, shows up, you know, the end of this year or sometime next year in a big uh, White Walker battle. It's like, okay, if she, she's going to have like a, I mean, maybe. Yeah, it feels a little weird as a mini arc. If it's in the context of her kids, but mm-hmm. I felt like her kids were one of the dead. Did you feel like that too? No, she put her kids on a boat. I thought so too, left. but I thought there was a scene where she panned over and the blonde girl was there. And I don't know whether she, that was why she, they were trying to communicate mm-hmm. that's why she couldn't fight them because she saw her kids there. She was like almost hallucinating mm-hmm. something, but there, I, I, I don't know. So it would be hmm. the one emotional thing they could do is have the dead mother attack the children in sure. the future yeah that would be pretty horrific that would be <laughs> i would i would i would that that's the worst case scenario for a small child your yeah, dead parent coming so. after you like a night <laughs> that's a nightmare is that worse than pet cemetery <laughs> i i gotta think yeah okay yeah you're like, probably your right. mom or dad zombified trying to kill you and eat you is the worst <laughs> thing that can possibly happen to you yeah before you turn 13 sure if you're put, if you're qualifying it with that, yes, then you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, Danny and Tyrion had a lot of good stuff this episode. Yeah, they did. Um, I mean, we went all over the place. So, were you? Did you feel like that there was there is a little flirty between them? Those two? Uh, no. Okay. No, I didn't. I was surprised at how kind of flirty it was. Hmm. 
I I didn't get that. Why did you, why did you I man, why you say I that? Just it's my it's it's my intuition. I I don't I I I, I could <laughs> I could break it down if we had the the camera here and show you the things uh-huh. that I think the laser uh, pointer. That, yeah yeah yeah. But um uh other than that uh if if I can't sell you on that one, what did you think? Did you think Danny looked really haggard? Haggard? And I wasn't mm. sure if it was just the lighting or they're just showing that this is like the weight of all this is getting through her. I didn't notice it, but, you know, maybe on second viewing that'll pop out. Yeah, because she's always kind of young and fresh faced. And I thought that there I was seeing some like lines around her eyes or maybe circles under her eyes. And, and I thought that was kind hmm. of if so, if it was deliberate, it kind of shows her, you know, living with the decision she's made with with marrying this goofball and <laughs> opening up the slave pits again or fighting pits. She doesn't even know there's slave pits yet. Yeah. What did you think of the decision to exile Jorah again? And then Jorah's I, subsequent decision. It it happened in a really weird way, right? Like yeah. Tyrion basically once again saves his life, but like he probably had an opportunity there to help him a little bit more than he did. I felt like just saying, yeah, exile him. I don't know. I thought that I thought that like, he read that correctly as an audition, and he, he had did. yeah he had to be even handed in his. I mean, he he saved Jorah's life potentially, but you know, and then I, I get so I'm not sure what the hell's going on in Jorah. He's coming back to the fighting pits, but why? He's to not pressed the queen. It's, it's the same plan. His plan B is same as plan A, only without the gift. I think, yeah, I think he's going to try and prove himself once again. Do I, you, I don't know that the guy knows how to quit. Here's here's what would save this for me, because otherwise, George just looks like the saddest of all sad sacks. <laughs> um, if he like blows the lid off the whole slavery thing, okay. Like he fights the thing and is like, you all these men that you you know, you think you're free, they're all slaves, and I've exposed the corruption. Maybe if he's like a whistleblower, that, right. that would Jor the whistleblower. I that, like it. That that um but man, I the thing that's damning is that he did not once tell her that uh he used to spy on her. I thought that was the the Yeah, Tyrion makes a case as to why that wasn't such a horrible thing, doesn't he? I think he says that he loved, you know, essentially that he's in love with you. But I think that kind of surprised Tyrion. And I think once I, I, I think that Tyrion didn't know what he was going to say, and he was asking questions to kind of establish it. And when he heard that, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what else can I do? I mean, like, look, dude, you had many, many. It wasn't like, you know, you saved your life, and then two days later, uh, Barristan came and outed you. You had. I mean that's the other thing. This 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 show continues to hammer home that we've been spending years with these characters, mm-hmm. even though it's 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 fucking up some other stuff. So he spent potentially over a year, maybe two years in her service, and never found the time to confess. Yeah, that seems like bullshit. Sure, seems, seems like he brought it on himself. Yeah, I mean I don't blame Danny at all for banishing him again. But I, I why just, not? I just don't know. He's got to have a plan beyond just I want to fight in front of her. I mean. Again, or he that, could just be fucking desperate. I mean, that's well within a character's yeah arc. I maybe mean, he just wants to. It's die. not like a heroic, awesome thing yeah. that's going to turn out like you want it to. But it's well within sure. a, a fairly unreasonable person's arc, right? <laughs> when he first went outside the city and he looked up at that big tower, I thought he was going to do something like pull up a chair and just wait, no food and drink, like Fight Club <laughs> style, until okay, like like he's just going to literally dive exposure out there, or she's going to let him in the city. 
whichever happens first and he doesn't care. Hmm. You know who else is looking haggard? <laughs> uh, one Cersei Lannister. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I really I really enjoyed seeing that, I got to say. Yeah, no. Sucking uh, water off a dungeon floor. Getting slapped with a wooden spoon as she threatens yep. the woman with death. I love it. I mean, she's consistent. You got to give her that. She is. Yeah, she's relentless with her idiocy. What's going on to Tyrells during this whole time? I don't know. Uh, we I, didn't see them at all this time. It's kind of surprising, but... Yeah, you got to figure that Elena is doing her thing, trying to figure out a way to get Marjorie out, probably with Littlefinger's help. Was more than half of this episode hard home? Was it like a 20-40 like split it, yeah. or 30-30 split? Uh, it felt like it was probably about 30-30. 30. I usually, I, I've been watching the clock, and it's a bad habit with Game of Thrones to see, like, you know, how far we an episode to see if I can kind of guess at what's to come, but... Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I looked at it was like nine eighteen or something, and that's the last time I. Which ah. is a testament to how good the episode was. Yeah. Um. What else? The like you said, you mentioned uh, Sansa and uh, Reek. Reek. Don't call him Theon. That's developing in its in its uh, sweet time. Yeah, it is. Um. I mean, she found out today that you know her brothers aren't really dead. What? Is that what's going to uh, yeah? What's going to come of that? I don't know what she can do with that information. I don't either. She's locked up in a fucking. But the tower. show treats it as significant. Yeah. Is it going to be like some kind of kin- hope rekindled with her? Could be. Sure. Um, is she going to use it to fuck over Tyrion or not Tyrion? Uh, Reek. I'm just going to call him Reek because I can't remember Theon. So is she going to tell yeah, Ramsay about tell it? Tell Rand just to get an act of petty revenge. What good does that do her, though? But what else can she do with the information? I know. That's that's why I'm saying I have no idea what she's going to do, because it doesn't seem to do her any good in the situation she's in. She doesn't have a candle. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. It's like, so if she could <laughs> get this information out to someone like Brienne, and Brienne could contact Stannis... I mean, no one knows. I mean, no one that we're talking about knows where they're actually at. But like, mm-hmm. you know, and and brands way beyond in touch. So yeah. But I wonder if someone like Stannis could use a Rickard, a, a Rickon Stark, to get legitimacy to get the Northerners to like rebel against the Boltons. Maybe I, I just can't see how that actually would connect and happen. Yeah, M- maybe they haven't laid all the track for that yet. They're just starting to. But that's that's one. I mean, using it to fuck over Reek or somehow getting that to help Stannis is is the only thing. But it's like, man, I, or, I don't know if they're going to be. I don't know if this is going to be a feeling that sticks with me throughout the next few episodes. But I feel like it's going to be really tedious watching everything happening down south and over in Essos, knowing what's going on north. It's okay. like you know, if you're watching the Super Bowl and suddenly you you go away and you watch the kids playing tiddlywinks in the corner. Oh no! I, the, the, no, I, no I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really invested in like look at look at the skillful way, the intrigue of the tiddlywinks. It's just such small stakes bullshit. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, Martin's resolved that for still... for twenty years by just not doing any of this. <laughs> this just... is the main. You don't even know this other yeah. this other thing. It's this is the this is just the opening act and and. But now it's like we've seen the main band, the opening act's going to come back out after a couple songs, and we're going to boo them off stage. Get the fuck off of here, yeah, Lannisters. The, the thing is, I am more invested uh, from a character standpoint, what's going on in the South. Yeah. So that helps. That it, helps a lot. But it's still, it's just, man, it, um, 
it, it it's it's going to be weird to have this big high stakes. And again, we've known it's always been there, but now yeah. you see and you just see the scope and the magnitude of it. Um, well, I expect everybody to just run like rats south, you know. I mean, yeah, this has got a so the battle's going to come south. But what what do you eventually. do if you're if, if you're the Lannisters or the Tyrells or you're the uh, Martells? And you get the ravens from Castle Black saying, like, no, no shit. There's like a half a million dead bodies and God knows how many of these White Walker assholes assaulting the wall. And we're the only thing that stands between you. It's like, send a raven back. Don't lose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> OK, well, you know, let us know if you need help with the Grumpkins and Snarks or whatever. I mean, I unless you see this with your own eyes, it just would sound like the ravings of a wild man. Sure. Oh, the yeah. the twenty year the 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 twenty one year old recently elected Lord Commander under fishy circumstances with the old Lord Commander dying of mutiny is suddenly saying, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how much people believe and yeah what they do about it. Yeah, I wonder if Sansa can use her information to not not help Littlefinger, but if Littlefinger could do anything with that information. Yeah. Like, what could he do with Bran and Rickon? I don't know. Yeah, that's true, because he might, I mean, as soon as he gets done checking up on whatever he's doing, I mean, he he told Cersei that he could march the Knights of the Vale on the Winterfell. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, I don't know what he could do with that information. Or if he just rode north to check on Roos one last time, I, I assume he'd be welcome at Winterfell. I would guess Let's so, also talk yeah. about how high the snow is and how you can't get through, and then we go to Hardhome, and until the White Walkers showed up, it seemed like it was roughly Ohio-ish yeah. weather up there. Also, they offer them farmland. What the fuck are they going to do with farmland? Well, I mean... When have they ever farmed? You dream of spring. You dream of spring. <laughs> okay. I think they know how. That's like asking the Inuits to set up a farm. I bet they could. I bet they could. They would need some help, is all I'm saying. They would need some learning and Don't some we help. all? Um, I just, I, you know, I, I just, I'm starting to wonder, like, maybe maybe Westeros is just going to be fucked. Like, that, that, that... <laughs> so it all just ends in a big snowstorm? That you're going to, there's going to fight this uh, endless skirmishing action further and further south until, you yeah. know, Danny comes over with drag because, you know... You think about the perfect weapon to fight these would be like a flamethrower. Yeah. It'll uh, it'll be uh, 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 <laughs> it'll be Doran it'll, uh-huh. it'll, and Jon Snow back to back on the pier in Dorne on the like, tip of the snake's the nose. Southern, no, yeah. they, they've all crawled up to the snake's nose, and the tippy tippy of that it's it's all they're over. Fighting, yeah, they're fighting White Walkers off as they climb up, and then the the dragon the dragon fly swoops in. in. Tyrion rides a dragon in and picks them both up, <laughs> and they fly over. <laughs> To Marine, <laughs> like the Eagles and Lord of the Rings. Uh huh. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean that's one possibility. Also, uh, I I, I kind of got a little thrill over Danny talking about breaking the wheel because yeah. you know I've I've talked about how my optimistic take for all this is that feudalism gets flushed down the toilet and they have some kind of parliamentary representative representative form of government. Mm-hmm. I mean that's one interpretation of breaking the wheel. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what other interpretation could there be? Uh, the just darker fire, one, just fire and blood. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, you're a butcher or you're the meat. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds a little ominous coming from her, frankly. Yeah. Knowing knowing that she has dragons and potentially the power to actually go in and break that wheel. She's talking about the three large dragons, even though she only has two of the shrimpier ones locked in a, a dungeon. Do you think mm-hmm. we will see the dragons before the end of the season? Like, will she figure something out? What are your odds on that? I feel like they got to go to the dragons at least one more time. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, they started off the season, or did they end last season? I can't remember exactly when they did the Chaining of the Dragons. Right. Was that- Honestly, I can't remember either if that was the start of this season or the end of last. It was the end of last because it was called The Children, and okay. it was all about her chaining them up. That's my yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. If I'm wrong, send me. Uh, I I will look it up my own self. It's like within seconds of this podcast being over. But sure, email, right. email and tell me I'm wrong. Well, that might shoot my my theory with some holes. Then why? What theory was it? I wasn't sure. Uh, I was gonna say if they're they're gonna kind of bookend it with some dragon power, mm. but. Well, it would be a like the dragons being chained last season, the dragons being unchained at the end of this hmm. season. That would okay. be kind of interesting symmetry. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I, I don't think we've left a a, a plot except for Ramsey's twenty it's good 20, men. Yeah. What's that all about? I, I don't know. It's going to infiltrate the ranks of Stannis' army. He does seem to... I'm trying to think of how he could use trickery and deceit. Like, if he said, hey, I'm a northern lord, and, like, I'm I'm a representative of the Umbers, and I've got 20 men, and he just lies to Stannis' face, and then as soon as everybody goes to sleep, he just starts slitting throats. Mm -hmm. But Stannis has 6,000 men. Yeah, that's... I guess a significant number. I don't know. The numbers I've been hearing are so much bigger than that that... Yeah. Like, I hear 100,000, I go, okay, that's a lot of men. Yeah. That's a shitload of men. Yeah, yeah. You hear 6,000, you're like, hmm, not so sure about that army. It's dude. a lot more than the Boltons apparently have, and they're also mounted, but again, 20. It's, 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 so, it's, yeah, okay, it's a small number, <laughs> but you know what's smaller? 20. 20 is smaller than 6,000. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, what is, let, let, let me check the math on that real it's quick. Like 60,000 divided by 20. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> Ramsey will have to kill... A Spartan last stands worth of Baratheon soldiers <laughs> for every every, one, every of one of his dudes. Yeah, okay. It's a reverse. It's a reverse uh, Sparta. Sure, they'll fight in the shade. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's it then. Yeah, yeah. If you got some feedback, and I'm sure you do, send it to Game of Thrones at baldmove.com. You can also talk with us about uh, spoilers or non-spoilers, whatever. We got threads for both on our forums at forums.baldmove.com. Keep up with all our releases on Facebook.com slash baldmove and on Twitter at baldmove. Yeah, that's it. Probably uh, getting a lot of it. I've already. I, I was just looking before we sat down, and I, I, there's like subjects like, "Holy shit! Oh my oh god! Oh man! It's already coming! Holy in. hell! White walked. People are just dumping feedback off of a cliff. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's us. what my that's what my inbox box looks like. Great. so we'll have fun sorting through that we will see you guys uh on tuesday for the full cast and until then i'm jim i'm aaron see ya